Welcome to Envisioned Broadcasting. Envisioned Broadcasting. The station designed to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. An affiliate of Direct Impact Broadcasting and Creative Broadcasting. Presenting the Empower Hour with Jerisha. A show that shares the stories behind the journeys of leaders, influencers, and motivators. The Empower Hour with Jerisha begins now. Welcome, welcome, welcome to Empower Hour with Jerisha. I am your host, Jerisha Moore. A little bit about myself, I am a best-selling author with over 18 years of combined experience in education, finance, healthcare, business management, and development, owner and founder of Empower on Purpose, LLC, where we provide leadership training and personal professional coaching and consulting services, certified coach, speaker, and trainer with the John Maxwell team, and owner of Envision Broadcasting Radio Station. Before I introduce my guest this evening, I would like to announce an upcoming workshop sponsored by Empower on Purpose. It is a networking virtual vision board workshop that is being offered every first Sunday of the month. The next one is Sunday, October 6th at 5 p.m. This is a goal-setting vision board workshop and online networking event. We are almost 10 months into 2019. Can you believe that? And it's not too late to level up and get focused. During the workshop, you will learn a proven framework to help you tap into your true desires and dreams, use those desires to set intentional goals, and then outline an achievable plan. You will break all traditional goal-setting philosophies during this intro workshop. You will, also, you will also get worksheets that will make completing your vision board effortless. Register today to enjoy an amazing atmosphere with great vibrations, laughter, fun, while you write your vision with power and purpose. I also want to tell you about another event hosted by Lala Hudson, Empowered Vision, presents the Woman in Red. This is a woman, a woman's empowerment event that is scheduled on Sunday, September 29th at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard. So ladies, wear your best red dress. There will, they, there will be powerful speakers that will speak life into your, that will speak life into you no matter what your path is in life. Whether you've made it, you're stuck trying to find yourself, if you need to build self-confidence and you need to know where to start your journey or dream, ladies, this event will be all about you, the woman in red. There will be food, music, prizes, networking, vendors, and more. And I will be one of the amazing speakers. To find out more details and to purchase tickets, please call 513-658-9754. Hope to see you there. So today's empowerment quote is reach high for stars, lie hidden in your soul. Dream deep for every dream precedes the goal by Pamela Volstar. This is such a great quote. We all have dreams and aspirations, but what are you doing about them? When you have a dream, you must work to transform them into goals. The one thing I will tell you is that it's so important to think on paper and write your goals down. Writing them down helps you gain clarity, and it gets it out of your head and on paper to provide that roadmap to take you closer to where you want to go. Then step into action. I would recommend starting very small because it's those small disciplines that help us accomplish our goals. When we try to take those big big steps, that is, often we get overwhelmed and want to quit. But remember that it's a process. 
So make sure you cherish your journey and celebrate each milestone as you reach it. So without further delay, today my special guest is Lakina Dunham. A little about Lakina. Lakina Dunham is a transformational teacher and speaker, business consultant, best-selling author, and nonprofit leader. She is passionate about helping women stand in their power, shine their light, and share their message so they can live to their full potential and make a positive impact in the world. She accomplishes this through education, empowerment events, and helping them fund their dreams through building an e-commerce empire. Welcome, Lakina. I am so happy to have you on the show today. How are you this evening? Well, hello. You did a great job with my bio. You make me sound kind of good. Thank you, Ms. Teresa. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. So I, as I mentioned, I'm so happy to have you on the show. You are quite the accomplished lady. Tell us more about your background and journey. Sure. First, I want to thank you for having me on your wonderful show and I want to salute and congratulate you for the wonderful work that you are doing to empower others and to help them stand in the power that they have and create the life that they want. So I salute you and honor you, my sister. Thank you but so much. Thank you. So welcome. So I am Lakina, and a little bit about myself, born and raised right outside of Detroit, Michigan, in a small town called Easter, and um, kind of was raised by – my mother was in the Black Panther, so was really raised to be proud of who I am, to be proud of my heritage. And, you know, I don't know if you can relate or if maybe one of your listeners can relate, but somewhere along my journey, I just really got stuck. And I'll go back a little bit. Around five years old, I remember vividly being in my grandparents' home, and I was jumping up and on down on the bed I probably wasn't supposed to be doing that, but I was doing it anyway. And a commercial came on the television. And this commercial was of children in I didn't know what nation. I didn't, you know, really I was four or five, hadn't really learned about all the continents yet. But there were these children who were starving. And I remember at that moment, my grandmother also reminds me often that, you know, you came running through into the family room to find us and saying, you know what, I know what I'm going to do with my life. I'm going to help those children. And I love your empowerment quote because it really, that was that seed, that dream that was placed within my heart. And like I said, we get stuck sometimes. And I grew a little older and experienced sexual and physical abuse in my home. And as I went, finished high school and I actually ran away to college, most people just go to college, I was running away. And so I moved and went to a college far from home so I could really, I just wanted to hide out. And I really began to fade to black is the best way that I can tell people. I had always been this bold, rambunctious, very opinionated little girl, you know, would love to get up and speak in front of people in church and was not shy and intimidated. But after experiencing some of those things that were devastating to the, at the time in my life, I really started fading to black. And I had to learn this process to, you know, learn to be empowered and learn to be okay with myself. So that started a journey an education. I was a teacher, an elementary school principal for over 12 years. 
And that's really where my life started to pivot. Wow, absolutely. What a journey. My goodness. Wow. So you're a transformational teacher and speaker, business consultant, best-selling author, and nonprofit leader. How do you feel all of those roles have intertwined and really worked together? I, at one time, I felt like they didn't work together, but I now see how all things work together. And, if you know, it may not make sense in the moment, but if you're just obedient to walk in, you know, that vision, that dream, that sense of your heart, it will eventually make sense to you. Um, so like I said, you know, after experiencing these um, kind of tragic things in my life, I had to really start doing the work to say, okay, this happened. I cannot change what happened, but I can either complain about it and continue to say stay stuck, or I can make some decisions to learn how to heal, to learn how to grow, and to um, become better and not bitter from these experiences. So while in college, again, just because some negative patterns start popping up, I got into another relationship with this really, this someone who was really physically abusive, and it just really, I had this break, and I knew that I needed to pour out into someone else. I was broken, but I still had something that I could offer to others. And so I went and decided I was going to become a teacher. And um, I have the heart of a teacher, no matter it's now been four years since I have not been in the classroom or sitting behind the principal's desk. But if you find me anywhere, you will find that I'm most comfortable in a corner with kids teaching them something. Mm. So I have a teacher's heart. And it naturally became because I started sharing my story and sharing my, the transformational work that I did to overcome and to let those things become a uh, a weapon to um, help others fight free of, you know, their past. We all have past. We all have things that were done to us, and sometimes we have things that we've done that we are ashamed of. And I started speaking to more and more women, and that's how the speaking really became about. It started as a small Bible study group of some women, and it grew from there. And then the nonprofit started. So we have a, I have a nonprofit that I founded 10 years ago, almost 10 years ago, and we do work in Ghana, and we are doing mm-hmm. the exact same thing. We are educating and empowering girls in impoverished communities. These are girls who wouldn't have the opportunity and most times to go to school. Many of their parents are illiterate. And so I knew that when the Lord kind of showed me that this was the next step in my journey, that this nonprofit was going to kind of bring all things into fruition, the teaching, the speaking, you know, my love for writing. It just kind of, this nonprofit put everything in a nice little bow that I could, all parts of Latina could now flow seamlessly in the work that I did. Um, And so it has just been the underlying or the, thread that runs through it all is about empowering people that no matter what has happened in life or no matter what mistakes you have made in life, those don't define you unless you allow them to, that you really, you have to take center stage in your own life and stand in your power, shine your light and share your message. And so that's what I do, no matter if it's on a stage or in a room full of girls and we're having an impromptu empowerment camp. Absolutely. I love it. I love the fact that you said that you can't change what happened. You know, we have to heal, we have to grow, because in life we all experience some kind of pain, and it's, you know, it's 
really good when we're able to, you know, break through that pain and help empower someone else based off of our own experiences in some of the situations that we've, you know, had to deal with in the past. Absolutely, Absolutely. love the fact that you, you know, are powering girls and would love if you can share more about how you help women to shine their light and what methods do you do you use. Absolutely. Um, so I have events that I do. Um, also, I prefer, I like to write. Um, so I have, I've written four books and there's probably three sitting on my laptop right now that I have not done anything with. But I just really, I understand the power of words. Um, so whether it be from a stage or whether it's a something virtually that I'm doing, just really helping people see that we're, no matter what it is, that we're all, there's, we're all have some scars in our life and that we don't have to hide those scars, that those scars are actually what's going to help be the bridge for someone else to be able to come out of the situations that they are. And so whether it's in a small mastermind group or a 90-day challenge that I'm taking women through, or either some women come to me because they do have this dream, excuse me, like this nonprofit that I started, and they, they need to say, well, I don't have the funds right now. Well, then I teach them, you still have a gift. You have a, something that you offer the world. So I teach them how to start online businesses. You know, we are, if we look around us, brick and mortar are closing, you know, at a rapid fashion. And it gives opportunity for small businesses to step into those online spaces and to really grow these into empires that can, yes, bless you financially, but also fund the dream that you have. Because there's many times where we have been short in our donations, and we still have to make sure that we pay for the schools, the girl, the fees for the school, the girls' fees in Ghana. And I can't tell you how many times one of my online brands have come through and made sure that those girls get the education that they need. That's amazing. That's a, that's absolutely amazing. So if you could share just a little bit more about um, how you truly help those individuals and if you're just helping women and girls with living their fullest potential. Um, I know you mentioned that you do, you know, some kind of, you know, mastermind classes and, and all mm-hmm. of that. And if you can also, you know, maybe share what's a tip that you would, you know, share with one of the ladies that you coach or you know, that would be a part of that mastermind class as far as how they can truly live their to their fullest potential. Absolutely. Um, it's not, I don't find it, it's not a coincidence, the empowerment quote that you shared today. Um, one thing that I tell, people hear me often say is that you were born on purpose. No one that was born and living on this earth was a mistake. Um, God absolutely knew what he was doing when he created you. You were born on purpose. And when you were born, he gave you a purpose. You were born with purpose. And we have to sometimes walk and grow into that purpose, but we all have a purpose. And so I tell a lot of women because they come and they'll say, you know, I don't understand what my purpose is. I, you know, I don't understand the gifts or I don't know how I can, you know, impact the world, impact my community. And in that quote, it says that hit, lie hidden for stars, reach high for stars lie hidden in your soul. And I 100% 
believe that there are success clues or clues to your purpose that lie within your life. For me, like I shared, it was that at four, jumping up and down on my grandparents' bed and really seeing that infomercial and knowing I didn't know how, but at four, I was going to have an impact on a global stage. And so as I sit back and I really reflect and I encourage women to reflect, what are some highlights that maybe didn't make sense to you at the time that you can go back and you can find these hidden gems, these hidden success secrets that, you know, are there to help point you to your purpose? Do you enjoy, you know, speaking? There's a lot of people who shy away from speaking. I was the one who, you wanted someone to get up on stage and sing a solo, that was me. Um, it didn't make sense to me then, but now I understand that, you know, my power lies within my voice. So there's clues. And so I help them work, you know, we go through and we write little scripts of their life in different um, sometimes highlights, but also some, what they consider to be failures in their life because it all points to your purpose. Um, so as I don't do much one-on-one -on -one anymore, sometimes I'll take at least two to three women that I do, and I do predominantly work with women. I will take men if they're just working on the, they want to build online income streams, and I will work with men. Um, but we, when I'm working with someone one-on-one -on -one or even in a group setting, we're going to really go through and we're going to look at your life and we're going to write your story out. And as we do that, like you said, writing even your vision on paper, but if you can write your life on paper, it begins to make a little bit more sense about, oh, this is what I was created for. This is what, you know, the, what I have to share with the rest of the world. And it just, it does my heart good when I see that light bulb go off um, over their heads to say, I get it. I understand how it all is fitting together like this beautiful um, puzzle. Absolutely. Isn't that amazing? I love the fact that, you know, you say that, you know, there are, there are clues. And I truly believe that because I can tell you even on my own journey over the years that it was when I was young, just similar to yourself, that I recognized that I truly wanted to empower, but I'll, I'll tell you that my story, you know, was a little different because I kind of, I, I recognized it, but it was after some time because of some of the things that was going on with bullying and all of that. And I'm like, I really wish, you know, this would be in a perfect world where we can really, you know, empower each other and not, you know, look down on each other and all of that. And so that became, you know, something that just irked me to the core and eventually mm -hmm. would then turn into something that I absolutely knew was my purpose to empower others, you know, right. for growth and success and, and to help them really find their, you know, their purpose and all of that. So I totally agree. I definitely, you know, agree with that. So let's, let's shift gears just a little bit. I would love sure. if you can tell us up to this point, what has been the most challenging part of your business? Oh, the most challenging part, I will say consistency <laughs> um, because I am a, I know that I'm a visionary and you have to really, I think once you, whether you're, we're all leaders, but we may not wear the title of leaders, but you have to kind of really know what your leadership strength or your style is. And I very am a visionary or on one scale, it's called a quick start. 
And I can, I probably right now, if I could pull out one of my notebooks, I probably have 25 different business ideas that I have come up with. And I'm like, I know all these are not for me, but I just, I enjoy getting a vision and then saying, okay, how are we going to make it come to pass? I, and I'm quick at doing it, but then halfway through, I'm like, mm, it becomes kind of familiar to me. And so then I will, I some often will find myself not being consistent and showing up. So I have accountability coaches. I have several because I know that is an area that that's not my greatest strength. So I would say that really has been, even in when I was teaching, that has been like, again, if I look back, that has been my kind of the track record that I get excited. I want to start projects. I'm good. And then maybe halfway through, it's like, ah, we have to do this again, but if I have someone holding me accountable because I don't like letting people down, I like keeping my word, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to commit to it. So I would say consistency. Absolutely. And I will tell you that I think that, that we all can probably say that at some point in our life that, you know, it's very hard to be, you know, consistent when you have so many different things happening and, you know, as you mentioned, just have all these different ideas that, you know, come into play and all of that, you know, we get motivated about things and then you know it's that discipline that truly Mm -hmm. keeps us you know growing and going and all of that and I love the fact that you mentioned the accountability you know coach because I think it's so important I don't think we realize just how much it is you know at the end of the day you know we try to hold ourselves accountable but at the end of the day that's very hard (laughs) that's very hard to do I don't do well so so I'm saying for me (laughs) I don't do well with that So it's so nice to have someone that, you know, can, that you can lean on for that advice and support that, kind, you know, that's with you on that journey. So I would definitely encourage any of the listeners that's listening, if you don't have an accountability coach or partner, you know, get one to help you with, you know, completing those goals and accomplishing those goals. Absolutely. So tell us what, what does a day in the life of uh, Lakina look like? Oh, well, I have, um, we have four children, grown all the way down to God said, ha-ha, and we have a four-year-old. So there's a 15-year gap between our third youngest and our youngest. So I have to find and make time and quiet time for myself. So I rise early. I am not a morning person, but I know that if I do not wake up early, around between 4.30 and 5, that my day is not going to, I'm not going to accomplish half of what I want to get done. So I normally get a lot done before seven o'clock before the little one wakes up. So I rise early. Um, I have my quiet time. Um, I am a Christian, so I'll, you know, I'll pray and I'll do my um, Bible reading. Um, I journal, but it's not, it's a different type of journaling. I write letters basically to the Lord is what I do in the morning. And then I like to work out. I get most of my ideas when I am moving. And it's, it's like I cause it's like my download time from God. If I'm on a walk, mm-hmm. if I'm on a, the treadmill, if I decided to go to some type of class, I get all type of ideas of, oh, we can tweak and do that. And so I've learned that <clears throat> after the gym, then I come back and I make sure I look at my day. Now, what are the appointments that I have coming up? What do I need to, what are my top three, I call them non-negotiables. What are the three things that I have to complete this day before I can go to bed? 
And I really try to, that's where my accountability coach comes in handy because they know what my three non-negotiables are for the day. And so there's been many times where I'm up to two o'clock because I haven't completed those non-negotiables. Um, and then I'll, at the end of the, and after I've gone through that, then we'll go through my day. But just mornings are important for me to rise early mm-hmm. so I have that quiet time just number one with God, but then for me to get a lot done before all the noise of my day begins. Absolutely. I think that's good. I love the fact that you said that, you know, you do the three things and they're your non-negotiables. I think that so often we try to make this huge list, you know, this huge to-do list of things that we want to get done. And by the end of the day, it's like, you know, it becomes overwhelming and we just don't even (laughs) you know, even tackle even half of it. And, you know, that's okay. And so having those three things that you can say, you know what, this is the three things I'm going to focus on today. I'm going to make sure I get it done before I go to bed at night. I think that's, that's awesome. Absolutely yeah. awesome. <laughs> so what do you, what would you say has been the biggest accomplishment for you up to this point? Uh, I think my largest accomplishment I really will say is starting um, the nonprofit. Um, I have been entrepreneurial since the first grade. I started my first business when I was in first grade, and I have had a business. I am now on business number nine. So the entrepreneurial side of things comes very easy for me, or with ease, I should say, for me. But when I was knew that I was supposed to start this nonprofit, I fear just gripped me because I'm like, what do I know about, you know, a nonprofit? What do I know about running at that, an international nonprofit where I'm living in the U.S. and I have this team, you know, and who who are going to be in Ghana to help run this program. But again, just trusting the process and saying, okay, God, you said to do this. I have no clue. And just everything fell into place. Just um, even the attorney who helped us you know, do the 501c3 application because I have never seen this process go as fast as your process has gone. So for me, that's the biggest accomplishment because I listened, I heard what I knew I was supposed to do in that season, and I took action, even though it was imperfect, and I did it 100% afraid, you know, it got done. And now next year will be our 10th year anniversary. So I am yeah. so proud of the work that we're able to do in Ghana and changing the world. Absolutely. That's an amazing accomplishment. So what would you say then is the scariest thing that you've done up to this point in business? The scariest thing? Uh, I would say asking someone who I believe that, you know, you need to always have someone in your circle who is three to five steps ahead of you. And there are some women and men who I absolutely look up to. You know, they are my, my mentors, even though they may not know they're my mentors, even if, if it's through book or I'm just watching, reading every book they have or I'm watching them, some of their trainings that they do. But I think the scariest that I've had to do is really to speak truth. I call it truth to power, but in love. I had to speak truth to power to someone who I absolutely high, hold in high regard and has, is very successful in their realm 
but I believe that because we are leaders and because we are born with purpose and we're all, we're all flawed. We all, we don't have it all together. You know, I need someone to speak truth to, to my power as well, because we're, we're just going to miss the mark and we don't see everything. So I think the scariest thing was really speaking truth to someone who in my mind, I thought had the ability to just in my career, but I had to do it anyway because I, I had, I had to obey what I was hearing. And actually, you know, maybe it wasn't at that time, but about a year later they came back and really thanked me for um, speaking that truth to power because they had so many, they said yes, people around them that no one had really called them on what they had been doing. So that was scary, but a learning experience for me that, you know, to always be true to who you are, be true to what you've been called to do, and just to own your power and to stand in it. And you can do it in love. You can do it in love. (laughs) Yes, true to power and love. I love that. Absolutely. So I know that you kind of touched on it a little bit, but I would love it if you would, you know, kind of just go into a little bit more. Um, Today, of course, the empowerment quote was, reach high for stars lie hidden in your soul. Dream deep for every dream precedes the goal by Pamela Volstar. Please share what this quote means to you, if it, you know, if it's a story or if it's, you know, just a little bit deeper as far as what it truly means to you. This, I had not read that quote before um, you shared it. And I'm, what a powerful quote that is. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, just reach high. You know, I believe that there is greatness inside of each one of us. And the sad thing is, and I don't remember who said it, is that, you know, the cemetery is one of the richest places on earth because in it are buried, you know, the multi-million companies, the new inventions, the cures for diseases because someone didn't believe enough in themselves that they would reach for the stars. Um, And so for me, it really speaks to that I have to really even keep to now, keep before me that I can't shrink back. And, you know, yes, I've experienced some successes, but with each level that you are, um, you find yourself at, there's going to be new challenges and new um, mountains that are going to make you say, you know, you can't do this. You know, who do you think you are? Yeah, yeah, I see you won that little award over there, but yeah, you ain't you ain't coming any further this way. So it really just has to go, I have to go back in and say, you know, stars lit, are hidden in your soul and to remind myself that, you know, there's greatness in me and there's greatness in every one of your listeners that, you know, that there is something that only you can accomplish in this world. And just one story, and I, I share a lot with when people ask me, you know, why Ghana and why I started this nonprofit. And so my stepfather is Ghanaian, and I was on a trip taking my grandmother back in 2009 to Ghana. She had three places she wanted me to take her. She said, before I leave, we have to go to Israel, we have to go to New York City, and you take me to any nation in Africa. So we've done two of the three. And I was really just disheartened about what I was seeing in these girls' lives and the number of them who weren't in school. And I said, you know, what if that little – I start challenging, you know, some of my uncles and my family there, you know, they're pretty well off. But I start challenging, why are these – why are no one helping these kids? And, you know, for me, yes, I have strong connections and, you know, I understand the culture, but 
people said, you know, but you're not there. And I, I'm not there, but you, there's something only you can do. And it was, everyone else was so close to it that they were just walking over the problem. And it was almost saying, okay, are you going to walk over this problem too? Are you going to remember that there's greatness inside of you? Are you going to dream deep and then set that vision, set that goal, and then walk towards it? And that's, that's now to be able to see and now to have graduated girls from high school and have four that are in college now and the first in their families to have graduated high school. And, again, many of their parents are illiterate. And just to say, if I can do that, what can we collectively do if we all owned that power that's within inside of us, if we all really found that hidden star that's within us, what could we do in this world? And um, it just it amazes me, but and it makes me want to – I'm often called the agitator when I get into a situation because not in a bad sense, but I'm just, I'm not going to let, I don't want people just to sit and do nothing. So I'm going to poke and prod mm-hmm. and say, okay, what, what are you good at? What, what can you do to, because there's such joy and such peace. And yes, there's financial prosperity in it as well. But above that, it's just a sense in a, knowing that I was created for this. And I, I can't explain to anyone how wonderful of a feeling that is. And from that, you know, the finances will flow. Absolutely. And I, I think that, you know, so often all our girls, you know, whether here or, you know, definitely in other countries, definitely need to hear that. They need to hear, they need to be reminded that, you know, there is greatness inside of them, that they can do yeah. it, um, that they have to believe in self. Because oftentimes, we, you know, we are our own worst, you know, enemy <laughs> and our worst critic yeah. when it comes down to everything that we have this. You know, we have the we talk ourselves out of everything, and we have this negative self talk. Just you know, keep talking, and 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 then at the end of the day, like you said, you have a whole cemetery full of people that never even tried, that never right. even you know even attempted to, you know, achieve their dreams, achieve some of mm-hmm. their you know their their goals, and and I think that's that's amazing, especially the work that you're doing. Um, I, I just I think that's absolutely amazing. Um, Yes, and such a blessing, you know, um, you know, as you mentioned, as far as, you know, just seeing the greatness inside of us and that we're really creative for greatness. And yeah. that's everybody, no matter yeah. what age, everyone's creative for greatness. And Absolutely. they need to really, you know, live their life accordingly, like they are creative for greatness. So that's that's amazing. I, that's I'm, it's a passion of mine as well. So <laughs> I absolutely love it. I love you know to hear other like-minded women who are empowering you know the young girls and women and just encouraging them to you know see that greatness and remember that greatness that's inside of them. Yes. So if yes. you could share one piece of advice that you would give our listeners on how they could empower their own growth and success journey. Yes, one piece of advice, and it's an activity I have given, whether I was a principal and I gave it to my teachers or my clients, or even if I'm doing a workshop, is if you are having an issue or saying, you know, again, I don't know what I'm good at, I don't know what I'm called to, I don't know what my purpose is, ask people, um, and then give them permission to be honest. Um, There's been a times when I was really transitioning in, in my life, and I knew that it was about time that I was needed to leave the education realm, 
and I just was, I was like, I got self negative self-talk, and I really, I gave about 10 people who I trusted the ability to 100% be honest and tell me what are three things that I do very well. It seemed, if you were to look at me, you say, you know, Lakina, these things just seem to come naturally to you. And they, would, they all wrote down those three things. And I said, then I also want you to tell me what are my three, what do you believe are my three greatest weaknesses? And so I allowed people to, because again, we, like you say, we can be our worst, our own worst enemy, but other people mm-hmm. can see, oh, she's so good at that. You know, I wish I flowed like she flows in X, Y, or Z. And we don't even recognize that own genius within us. And so give people around you that space, the freedom and the, to be honest with you, to tell you what are three things that you are good at and just seem to flow effortlessly from, from, for you. And then also let them give you three things that where you could use some work. And that's a great place to start because if you see patterns and being repeated, someone saying the same thing, you know, being around you, I just feel, you know, empowered or, you know, you have the ability to cook. And when you cook, it's like, you know, love goes into it. You, these are these little success clues that are being left for you. Absolutely. That is a really great advice on how someone can empower their own growth and success. Please share with the listeners what's coming up on the horizon for you. What is coming up on the horizon for me is I am working on, with a group of women, I 100% believe that we are stronger together and that together we can amplify our, each other's message. And I believe that if we band together as women and men, we can do so much good in this world and bring such change. So we, about seven other ladies and I are creating a new program that will be launching next year. I also have a new book that will be coming out in October. And next year, again, is our 10th year anniversary. So we have a group trip going to Ghana for a service project. We'll do two days of service, and then you will get to um, tour the beautiful, my beautiful second home and, you know, go and see the um, slave dungeons and see some of the highlights, take part in a naming ceremony as you're being welcomed back to or to back or to, um, you know, the continent. And so it's just a great time of learning and also serving for those who may want to offer their service outside of the United States. And that's, you know, there's always something going on with me, but it's going to be me serving or empowering others to do something great. Absolutely. That's amazing. Tatina, thank you so much for sharing your amazing story and journey. Please share with the listeners on how they can stay connected and support your efforts. Absolutely. Um, My website is my name, Lakina Dunham, L-A-K-E-N-A-D-U-N-H-A-M. You can find my books. You actually have a link to the nonprofit right there. And then on social media, I'm at Lakina Dunham on all social media. And um, actually, there is a free gift that I have for your listeners that's actually on my website. And so if they want to head there, they can take advantage of that. Awesome. Awesome. That's, that's exciting stuff, a free gift that everyone loves to have some kind of gift. So I would absolutely encourage every, all the listeners to head to that website and, and take part in that, that free gift. Again, I just want to say that it's truly been an honor and a pleasure to have you as a guest on the show. Thank you so so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to give me the opportunity to interview you. I wish you much success and blessings as you continue on your journey. 
and many blessings and success to you. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much. So, listeners, thank you for tuning in tonight's show with our special guest, Lakina Dunham. Lakina shared her amazing story and journey to encourage, equip, and empower you for growth and success. And she also mentioned that if you're having an issue saying, I don't know my purpose, ask people and give them permission to be honest. Ask three things that you do very well and then three of your greatest weaknesses that you could use some work on. If you are interested in being a guest on the show, starting your own radio show or low-cost advertising, highlighting your book, business, or events, please email envisionedb at empoweronpurpose.com. Please tune in next week where you will hear an amazing story and journey from another leader, influencer, and motivator. Until next time, be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Empower Hour with Jerisha, where Jerisha speaks with leaders, influencers, and motivators who share their journeys in personal and professional growth, empowerment tips, lessons learned, and keys of success that will empower you to be your best self. Follow Jerisha on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Jerisha Moore and visit EmpowerOnPurpose.com. And remember to be intentional and be empowered and have a great day on purpose.